Hey, Restoration Church, Joey and Nathan here to uh, record another episode on encouragement. So again, if you haven't listened to the previous episode on the importance of encouragement, where it is, what it is, and why we should do it, uh, I encourage you to go back and listen to that. In short, we saw that the Bible not only has a pattern of encouragement, but actually Mm -hmm. prescribes. It's commanded of the Lord to encourage one another. And so there's several reasons for that. Uh, but the Lord does commandment, and so we're going to talk today about how can we do it. But first, well, just to hit yeah, that, yeah. The, re- the reason why it's why I think the Lord calls us to do is one because He's a God of encouragement too. We live in a broken world and it's messed up and it's hard. It is so. Hard. So we need some people to encourage us all the time. That's what's going to keep us going. That's right. So why, real briefly, why don't we do it? What What are some of the things that prevent us from being a Barnabas? So if you read Scripture, Barnabas is the son, son of, of encouragement. encouragement. Love, love yeah. Barnabas. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're kind of on the last podcast. Maybe we should have figured this out with it. But nevertheless, this is a good question, brother. So I think one of the reasons we don't do it, one of the main reasons, because we think about ourselves so much. I think about myself way too much. I'm not actually taking the time to think about other people's in ways that I can encourage them and help them. Uh, I want to brag on one of my brothers. I've just been so encouraged in my community group. Thomas Nettle, I think he would be okay with me sharing this. Just he shared last week, he's like, he said, I want to learn to rejoice in other people's happiness more. You know, and I was just like, I wrote that down. I was like, I want that too, man. I want to pray for that more yeah. specifically. So yeah. I don't think we think like that much. We're thinking so much about ourselves. That's one reason yeah. why we don't do it. Yeah. Can you think of another reason? Probably just not a, a category that, you know, if you ask somebody directly, does the Bible command encouragement? They'd probably say, uh, probably, but I'm not sure. Yeah. And so just, just that category. Uh, in, in those ways. And so. a third reason, I think they've probably not seen it uh, practiced in front of right. them. They're not used to being around people that have done so, a lot of Barnabases. Yeah, sure. there's so, three reasons. Yeah, so there's probably more. Uh, but how do we do it? What are some, how do we go about being men and women, brothers and sisters of encouragement? Yeah, well, first off, you know, you know right where this is going to go, but you can glean right past this and go straight to the pragmatic. But I guess this is a pragmatic way. You need to pray. Ask mm. God to give you this ministry. Mm. Ask God to, um, you know, make you more like Barnabas. You know, we covenanted as a church that we would do this. And so ask the Lord to more regularly expose you to the ways that people are doing it, to give you a heart, a passion, a desire to do it, um, these kinds of things. So just yeah. request of the Lord to be this kind of a person and give words and, you know, services whereby you can do it. And I think Prayer. as you as you pray for yourself, pray that Restoration Church would be go. a culture of encouragement. Amen. That it's it's just it's just modeled. It's and we'll talk about this in a minute. By God's grace, I think this is done yeah. well. Amen. Uh, so we're not necessarily recording this because we think like there's a gap here. Yeah. And if anything, we want to fan the flame that's already there to keep it going. That's right. And so and then yeah. as you pray, pray individually, pray corporately, and then as you pray that you would be an encouragement, pray that God would give you eyes to see what He sees and mm. where he's at work and yeah. then go use words to encourage yeah so, yeah yeah, yeah praying yeah, praying for uh god to be at work so yeah. so we pray uh, then i think the the next thing as a part of encouragement is that it's it's regular mm-hmm. it's not this this thing that i do when it happens to come to mind or every few months or whatever but i'm i'm very regular in my encouragement it's almost a spiritual discipline if you will mm-hmm. so as many of you know one of the things that i do on monday mornings I do this because I'm a pastor, but I also do it because I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. uh, is I write three postcards to yep. members in our church. Yep. 
And so as, as often as I can, I try to be specific about ways I see God is at work. And so it's mm-hmm. a discipline for me when I come in on mm-hmm. Monday. My to-do list says, write three notes of encouragement. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And Good. so uh, it's a regular yeah. thing. Yeah. And I think as you speak about that, Joey, some people may have difficulty seeing it. I promise you that if you care about this and want to do this enough, you can always find something oh, to encourage somebody yeah. in. From the, no matter who it is, you're loving your enemies. There's something in your enemy. I promise you that you can, if you thought hard enough about it and were careful enough with it, you could find words of encouragement to your enemy. So there's always something there. So yeah. setting it up as a discipline to see that and then speak it, like writing postcards regularly, writing emails, giving text messages, yeah. um, so, speaking it af- after church or before church or, you know, I think about married couples that come home. This is an important one. It's so easy in the midst of, you know, children and daily schedules to see that we need to take the trash out and these kinds of things, but lose sight of, of the need to encourage one another in a marital relationship and not nag each other, but encourage, speak those words. Right. So what are some environments inside the life of Restoration Church? Again, we're not going saying go add a bunch of things to your life, yes. but what are making it regular, if that's what we're thinking about, what are some environments where we try to model this or where it's already having environments where we can encourage one another? Well, I think we talk about this regularly when, during sermon prep. So one of the things we try to do instead of every sermon, hey, guys, you do this better, you know, in essence of every application of every sermon, we try to find ways to identify evidences of grace in the life of the church. So Whatever it may be, you know, if, if the application of the text is evangelism and I see that, you know, these three or four people or the congregation as a whole has been faithful to share the gospel with the lost, instead of telling the people to, hey, hey, you know, pull your bootstraps up, go share the gospel, I might also say in the in the sermon, Joey, you do this too, often, you know, brothers, sisters, Restoration Church, so thankful for the ways you guys are doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm so encouraged by this or that. So you'll hear it in sermons. That's right. Would be one place. Yeah. I think if you, if you've been to one of our member meetings and if you're a member, hopefully you have. Yep. Uh, we start, except for this past time, I forgot to start this way. Yeah. <laughs> but we start with congregational encouragements and mm-hmm. we, it's not planned. I don't ever plant anything. I don't ever, no, I just ask the yeah. question. I trust that if, if God is at working among us, there's yeah. going to be people that have been encouraged. And yeah. so we just ask the congregation to share ways they have been encouraged yeah. by the church as a whole or by specific individuals. And it all, we've never had a time when it just was silent the whole time. Mm-hmm. Usually mm-hmm. one happens and they just start, start popping rolling up. and yeah. I got to stop yeah. uh, because there's so, so many. Helpful. So that's yeah, another way. Another one would be accountability. We always tend to, again, sort of like sermons, preaching, you tend to think of all this stuff you got to do better. But in, we always talk about this with our community group leaders, that in accountability, make sure and lead folks in this idea of encouragement too, identifying evidences of grace, you know. And so uh, that's another environment where, we're, where it should be regularly happening. We're encouraging each other in accountability. Yeah. And as we said before, real quick again, the, the Hebrews 10, 24, and 25, encourage, do not neglect to meet one another, as so many in the habit are doing, but encourage one another as long as the day called today. Mm-hmm. And so you can go up to another brother, sister, before or after church on Sundays and offer a word of encouragement, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. And so those are several environments. So if you're looking to make this regular, you don't have to add anything to your schedule. No. Uh, you yeah. already have, if you're living life inside the life of Restoration Church with the regular rhythm, you already have several places every week mm-hmm. where you can encourage others meaningfully in the Lord. Mm-hmm. So many opportunities with our connectivity nowadays to be doing this. And yeah. so you'll be amazed at what it does to the DNA 
or the culture of a people that do this regularly or in, a, or in your marriage or in your friendships, in your relationships, in your community groups, even in your jobs, wherever you're working. You know, the more that you're identifying those evidences, speaking and serving and encouraging others in those good redemptive ideas, man, it's going to provide a kind of culture and atmosphere that's beautiful so as that, so, so that no matter what may come on difficult times, difficult seasons, uh, there's this ethos of encouragement that's able to sustain us through those hard times. So, yeah. Yeah. So pray, make it regular. Third, be specific. Mm. So Nathan, why is it helpful? When people use specific things in their, not just like I'm thankful for you, brother. Right. Yeah. Which I'm thankful for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so we don't want to undermine that those general level of comments, but is you is you can be specific. Why is mm-hmm. that helpful? Well, you know, it's not uncommon for people to say after church on Sunday, Nathan, so encouraged by your sermon, you know, and that's good. That's actually helpful. I like that. I'm for that. Praise I want that. But man, then it's a whole other level. It's not even the. It's not even close. It is. It's five or six stories up when when somebody says, Nathan, I was encouraged when you said X, Y, or Z. That helped me think about this, and I never thought about that. And that made me love God more as a result of your saying that. So it was such a specific thing, let's say, in the sermon that really helped me uh, see the ways that God used that to help them. So I was encouraged because they were so specific by the ways that I encouraged them. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we, I was talking about somebody – uh, not too long ago, they were there, and I was like, I'm encouraged by you. And they're like, why? And I said, well, because you're consistently and always around. Yeah. And so your presence, yep. you're always there the on Sundays. Yeah. You're, you know, I know you're actively involved in your community group. And they just they just stopped and said, I've never really thought about how just consistency and presence mm-hmm. is such an encouragement. I was like, it yeah, is. That's a huge. That's half, and, the, half the work of discipleship right. showing up. That's right. But calling that out and bring attention yeah. to that in specificity. Yeah. And so I think with, with specificity, mm-hmm. it, it makes you pay attention. It encourages others in a, in a, a real, tangible, meaningful way, yeah. and it forces you to use words to articulate what, how, and God's at work in their life. Yeah. So another way this might happen is like uh, my relationship with my wife. So um, you know, my wife is a great servant. She allows me to have a ministry that I think is it is able to thrive in in, in a lot of ways. And so you know, I may say, you know, sweetheart, thank you. I'm so encouraged by the way that you made it possible for me to go and minister to that person over there. Mm-hmm. I'm encouraged that your posture of heart, that you're willing to take on a little extra responsibility that I should have had over here so that I can go help that person over there. So, Andy, thank you for that. I'm so encouraged by your desire to serve. So that's happening inside our relationships. Yeah. And I think as you're, as you're specific, make sure you tell the person you're encouraged by. So I've had on more than one occasion somebody tell me, I've been so encouraged by so-and-so. And yeah. I'll ask them, well, have you told them, to them that? that? Yeah. And they're like, that's a great question. No. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. well, you should go, go do that. Yeah. <laughs> with words to their face, yeah. you should go tell them that you're encouraged. Yeah. I do that quite often. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm so, I'm so encouraged that yeah. I got encouraged by your encouragement. Yeah. But you should go tell them. Yeah. As well. Yeah. So. And, uh, you know, you mentioned the specificity. I'd make sure don't be superficial. Right. right? Don't be like, uh, I mean, you certainly should try, make an effort at this, but don't be superficial in the midst of it. Make it real. And that's going to come through going back to what we talked about before, praying, and you're going to see these things and being careful to look for it. Yeah. So uh, pray, make it regular, be specific. And I think another one is use Scripture if you're able. Yeah. So either either biblical words or even verses. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think this is particularly important when you're encouraging people who are in hard times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to offer platitudes. You don't have to come up with, you know, 
fancy sayings or whatever. You can just, I'm praying this for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm praying the Lord would do this. I pray this verse would encourage you. I got an email this week from someone in our church who I had sent evidently John 10, 28 to years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had to go look up what John 10, 28 was, yeah, yeah. but they came back to me and said, I'm still encouraged by this verse. And I was like, well, praise the Lord. I had to look it up to see yeah. what it was. <laughs> you're right. Uh, but scripture doesn't return void. And yeah. So if you're using that, it's going to be an encouragement. Yeah, so if you can use it, can we, I've mentioned before that our community group is memorizing and meditating on Isaiah 41:10, and man, I can't believe how many times I have encouraged people with that verse just because it's on my heart and mind so often. So, you know, it says it starts out, fear not for I am with you. And so all these people that are going through anxieties or some difficulties, whatever the case may be, I've spoken that verse into them to encourage them to map their heart and mind onto redemptive history so as to give them hope in the midst of that trial. Fear not. God's with you, bro. You're going to get through this, you know. Fear not, be not dismayed, for I am your God. God is your God, bro. You're going to get through this. You're going to be all right. You, you call know? him bro. I do a lot. If it's Unless it's a sister. I don't call her bro. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, pray, make it regular, and by regular, there's already rhythms out of the life of our church. Yep. Be specific where God's grace is at work. Use Scripture if you're able, and then just, just go do it. I mean, there's mm-hmm. kind of one of these things. This is oh. this is either kind of an off or an on. Mm-hmm. This is you have to use words to actually or a note, a text, whatever, uh, to go to go encourage. People. Yeah, I'm reading this book by Samuel Chad uh, Chadwick about prayer, and he's saying all through the thing, you know how to get, you know how you get better at prayer, pray, pray. That's right. his answer. That's that's how you get better at it. not reading books, not listening to a sermon, just praying. And encouragement, the same thing. Just the more that you pray about this and just do the work of encouraging others, the better you'll get at it. Yeah. And the more specific you'll be at it, the more often you'll uh, use scripture, these kinds of things. So it may be awkward at time to time if this is not normal for you, but lean into that awkwardness. It's good. That's right. And and one other one other way, kind of how to do this, maybe is not offering words necessarily, but one way to get started would be to ask others, how have you been encouraged recently? Yeah, good. And so maybe you haven't seen anything, but maybe you, like, there's stuff going on. I haven't, yeah. I haven't heard it or seen it, but so how have you been encouraged? How are you encouraged by today's service? How are you encouraged by a community group last week? Yeah. How are you encouraged in your yeah. walk with Christ? If you've talked to me after church, that's the question I ask every single week. So, yeah. But it takes the pressure off it, you to it, have to say something. You can ask and, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, that's a yeah. great question to ask. Uh, on the way home from oh. wherever it is you're traveling from. That's a great question to ask at the dinner table overnight. Oh. When you go out, hang out with a friend, you guys go to dinner, and you want to try to talk about Jesus. How do you start that? It's so awkward. Well, just, hey, how has the Lord been encouraging in you recently? That's right. You know, how have you been encouraged by others recently? That's right. And that'll normally get the ball rolling. Yeah. yeah. So there you, you go. can always find something. That's right. Well, if yeah. God is at work and the tomb is empty and Jesus is coming back, there's always something yes. to find encouragement That's about. That's right. Yeah. As Paul says, even in Romans 5, even in our sufferings, there's something we can find encouragement about because right. of the cross. Yeah. So, Restoration Church, we are thankful for you. Speaking of encouragement, you're Yes, we are. Let's do it now, Joey. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But you are. You are a great Hebrews 13. You, now, here's what's 17. great. You just did that naturally. You didn't even know you were doing it. You were yeah. just transitioning <laughs> out of the go. podcast. I was. I was going to end it. And, now you're coming back and linking it. I know. I'm putting it together, man. This is good. This is Good. You're, see, Joey is an encouragement, and he didn't even know he was encouraging. That's what it looks like right there, brother. Well done. I'm encouraging you that you encourage so naturally. This is so modeled, yeah. We could just do this for the rest of the time. Anyway, we'll Hebrews stop. 13, 17 says, oh. be, you know, it says you should be a joy to pastor. And Restoration Church, you really are. And so we thank you. Uh, we praise God for you. And we trust that the God will continue to make our church a culture of encouragement, the gospel might advance. Mm-hmm.